The Rika Show, presented by Rika Technologies with your hosts, Cynthia Delaria, Daryl Brogdon, and Grant Parks. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Rika Show, where we take technology and turn it into pop-up video. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what? Nothing. Uh, all right, so today... We are exploring this phenomenon that has us in a quandary. Let's see how many big words we can use in this, uh, in this episode. Uh, so there's this phenomenon where now the JavaScript we all know and love and have been using for several, decades, several decades uh, is now being referred to as VanillaJS. Yes? Did you know that that started as a joke? Well, it sounds like a joke to me because it's just JavaScript. No, it's it, but it started as vanilla JS. The new let's see, what is it? Is the is a light, a fast, lightweight. There you go, Grant. Lightweight oh. cross-platform Metadata. framework <laughs> for building incredible, powerful JavaScript apps, applications. If you go to vanilla-js.com, you can download it. It's it's like what are a, you downloading? Just JavaScript. a file that says insert your code here. <laughs> But you can customize that on the website. You can check off checkboxes for prototype-based object system, animations, regular expressions, AJAX, event system. Oh, my God. I love this even more. Those, yeah. You check all those. You get a zip file, and you unzip the zip file. It's one file that says, insert your code here. Oh, my gosh. I love this. I love this. Yeah. So how did it go from being a joke to, like, people are now using this as, like... Because there's enough dumbasses out there that <laughs> thought that was a real thing. Well, because yeah, there's enough people that now equate... JavaScript with, of course, a specific framework or the family of frameworks that are being mostly used. Um, and it's funny because today I just saw on LinkedIn, um, I won't mention the name, but senior software developer at some company. And you know, it wasn't five years ago that I was watching him do a Node.js project that had there was absolutely no code written for, but it had 43,000 files in it from all the libraries that were being included. And when he wrote his first code, I just was, you know, and I know we can't get into specifics, but you almost have to with yeah. code to be like, yeah. look how bad this is. Yeah. Look how this is going to fail in an infinite number of ways. And it's, you know, it's a 40 line function that should really be an array and one line of code. And this guy's a senior, but, you know, he grew up on frameworks on cutting and pasting from tutorials. He's a and yeah. You know, I don't know. I mean, there. I think. I think there was a a period here over the last decade where you could make a career out of that, and I think that's falling to the wayside again. To where there's so much going on that uh, you know frameworks aren't can't keep possibly keep up. Um, you you really can't. And I think that having that knowledge underneath the vanilla JS knowledge um, is. <laughs> becoming important again, uh, more important again than it has been for, for a while. I think, I think there's people who have started their careers from tutorials and knowing how to, you know, all the libraries that are out there and they're probably running into situations now where, Oh crap. Yeah. I've, I've come up against this wall of Angular this only goes this. so far. React doesn't do this. Yeah. How do I do this? Yeah. I don't know how to find out how to do this because I haven't actually solved problems with code. Yeah. Yeah. I've glued code together. Yeah. Hmm. So 
All right. Glue stick. That's glue your stick. term. Yeah. They're just, yeah, yeah, they're overpaid glue sticks. Yeah. All they know how to do is glue framework code together. They, they don't actually, they think they know the language. Yeah. Um, but also earlier, back to your earlier point, uh, it drives me crazy when people say you need to know JavaScript and Node. Well, Node is JavaScript. Yeah. It's just an implementation of JavaScript. Yeah. It's, they're not, but people do that all the time. I know Node and I know JavaScript. Okay. Well, you know, JavaScript on a, on a server. Yeah. And that is called Node. And what's funny if is if a developer is telling you, I know Node and I know JavaScript, probably you're going, wait. Yeah. What? <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I do client-side programming. <laughs> and I do web stuff. <laughs> right. Gosh, we're just dissing the shit out of the people who we are into are. this stuff. But, um, Sorry, guys. So what I wonder is, is this vanilla JS... I mean, it started out as a joke, but now people are like it's talking about now. this yeah. like it's a thing, right? So is this a, a reaction to, we've talked about this a few times before, where right now, especially in the Denver metro area, but in a lot of major metro areas in the United States, there is a negative unemployment rate in development, in technology, specifically in software development, which means if you have a pulse and you can write print, Hello, Hello world, world. Right. you probably have a decent paying job right now. Is, and, and I, all of these frameworks I feel like have, have arisen out of this need to quickly onboard people because we have all these projects and we have all this work and we don't have enough people to fill all of it. And so I think we're about to hit a peak in that. I feel like, you know, this, we're, 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 we're peaking, okay? Mm-hmm. And the other side of the peak is none of us will have a problem finding a job because... We know JavaScript. Yeah. And we, you don't actually need all of the cruft, like you were saying, the 43,000 files, and I actually have no business logic, and nothing's happening yet. We don't need all that. We actually can just start with an empty JavaScript file and make business logic and make value. I mean, it's you know obviously, you want to use stuff that's already been done when you can, but... You know, none of us buy, buys that. Uh, why reinvent the wheel? You should use a framework um, for so many reasons that we've gone over before. Uh, but yes, if if you can't solve all the problems of the framework and you don't come to the table with the knowledge yourself of how to work on it, then what do you do? Yeah. You just go back and say, "Sorry, we just can't add that feature. We just can't do that." Pick something else, end user. But somebody, you know, somebody else has done that already. Why can't you do it? Whoa, because I don't know vanilla JS. <laughs> I wasn't trained in that. I don't know how. Yeah, I mean, they they won't say that, but they should. I don't know how to do that. Yeah, can't be done on okay, the framework. Okay, so and vanilla I don't know JS is literally okay. Okay, so v- J- JavaScript has rebranded itself. Vanilla JS, right? I wouldn't say JavaScript has rebranded itself. I think there's people out there that have rebranded it. Exactly my point. So let, let's look at another. It's branded many ways now, though, with it is. ES6, ECMA, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so let's look at another one of these. There's this new word out there. If you haven't heard it, you should go look it up. It's called Jamstack. <laughs> you got you to gotta do that to jam. I, know, you got... I don't know if the cameras can see us, but yeah. <laughs> What's old is new. So Jamstack is JavaScript, APIs, and markup as a stack. Which is the web. 
which is hello the internets the interwebs this is i mean it's like it's like it's like rebranding i, I don't even know 2006 uh, called yeah. <laughs> yeah and they want their technology back yeah, i mean <laughs> there there seems to be a, an important component in that jam stack that people usually references they want continuous deployment as part of this but to me that's like continuous deployment it yeah. doesn't matter whether you're using JavaScript or Ruby on Rails. No. Um, but that always seems to be part of this discussion. But, you know, I just, I hear this, this, these arguments, the same arguments over and over about, well, there's, you don't have to do any database programming, so it's much faster. Well, if you're calling an API, there's a database query going on. Somebody did it. And if you and... Taking even, exactly the same amount of time to do the work. In fact, maybe a little more because you're proxying a call. And if you aren't calling your own API... You're depending on somebody else building an API that you need for functions that you need to have done. And so you, again, are running up against, oh, wait, their API doesn't do that. Well, well now and, what? And, and, I mean, you know, to be fair, you, you, there's lots of APIs that you can use and you should use if that's what you're, you know, if they provide information that you need. But to make it sound like, oh, because we're only using APIs to get our data, which... By the way, most single client page client apps have been doing now for five, six plus years. The web. You know, the, the, the single page application. Well, I guess it was 2012 or so mm. that I was first introduced to that term. And that's exactly what that was. Um, Jamstack emphasizes specifically there will be no server page work. You will not build the HTML on the server before it's sent to the browser to be displayed. But again, you go all the way back to 2001 and 2099. I mean, that was the first web programming there was, was static HTML. There was no, you know, then they had CGI scripting where you wrote it in C and called it um, from CGI. So server pages was, you know, not the first thing on the web. The hard-coded HTML, HTML was. was, and that's the what they're talking about. Jamstack, it's this new modern development. <laughs> it's like, no, that's what the first web programming exactly was. Um, you're just saying, making a hard and fast rule that you're not going to do any. But then again, in the Jamstack, um, I have read that it's okay to call an API that returns HTML, or you're going to rebuild, and even if it doesn't, even if it only returns JSON, you're rebuilding portions of your page based on that data, which of course you would do. Yeah. So it's really, how different is it? Why is this considered to be new? Why does it get a new name when it's web programming? Yeah. I, I, it's just so funny that, that peop, there's a lot of people now that are coining terms um, thinking that they've encountered something new because they just haven't even been in the business long enough to know we were doing that 20 years ago. And I think that's the point. It, we've talked about this before, which is, um, I just lost my train of thought. I know we all am. All of our heads, I was about to look at David. Uh, and uh, so the point being, we, we were talking a couple, a couple episodes ago about um, advanced education, you know, degrees, whatever, and being, being important. And, and what we came to was, it's not actually the degree itself, it's getting the education. So because I don't necessarily have to 
work with people who are really well versed in all these technologies. I can just go out on the web and learn some tutorials and figure some stuff out and call myself a developer and get a job doing that. Now we're reinventing technology that's existed since the beginning of time on the internet. Yep. Right? Yep. So, okay, so since this is a thing now, we are coining a term. We're going to figure out what it is right now. Chocolate JS. <laughs> I think that may already be a thing. Let's find is out. Is it chocolate? Oh, we're going to find out. We're, you're going to watch how a, how a term gets coined and branding happens right chocolate here. Chocolate JS, web apps with a sweet taste. Oh, and, and what is it? Is an experimental, full-stack, Node.js web app framework built using CoffeeScript. But so, it's not lightweight. So, so why wouldn't that be Espresso.js? But CoffeeScript <laughs> is JavaScript, right? It's uh, it, it trans is a, transpiled, transpiled into which is JavaScript. Oh my God. Another <laughs> stupid, silly word yeah. being created. So you're writing a framework in CoffeeScript to run JavaScript. <laughs> I just want to say about all, so much of this is why? 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 What do you get out of this? You I know? get the women. <laughs> uh, I've seen these guys. They don't get the women. Cinnamon JS. Cinnamon, cinnamon. JS. All right, let's find out. Let's find out. How do you spell cinnamon? C-I-N-N-A-M-O-N. Cinnamon. M-I-S-S-I-S-S. I-P-P-I. God, there's a cinnamon JS. A data-driven approach to E-to-E testing. End-to-end. Like, we can't even say end-to-end. -end. It's E-to-E. -E. I mean, it, they're both one syllable. How lazy yeah, has software gotten? That. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite the time saver on that. E-to-E. -E. Yeah, E-to-E. B -E. B -E. B -E. Sass. Let's do HuskyJS, because oh. why not? There's a package. There is an NPM package, yeah. For HuskyJS? Husky. Husky. Yeah. Husky. Haskell like interpreter. Huh. Yeah, Husky. Anyway, JS, what what about Neapolitan JS? I mean, that's funny because vanilla JS started as a joke and now you've got all a these whole other bunch things. Of things created off of a joke. And they're all frameworks. That's what's so funny. And they're, it, and they're created from essentially what was a tongue in cheek joke. Yeah. yeah? What is Neapolitan? Uh, oh, Neapolitan JS is not a thing. <gasps> okay, seemingly. we're coining it. Neapolitan JS. Learn freaking code, people. <laughs> Learn how to do your job. Learn, Learn the fundamentals. Learn code. Learn the fundamentals. Learn the fundamentals. Then if you want to move on to the framework, fundamentally, you're fine. if you can't write the fundamentals, then you fundamentally don't fundamentally code. Synergism. Neapolitan JS, fundamentals. Because if you know vanilla JS, then you can sit between the strawberries. See, I was thinking, okay, this is going to go totally a different direction, which is why this is the Rika show and not our po other podcast personality that is much more PC, but I was thinking if vanilla JS is sort of like, you know, whatever, chocolate JS is like the one we use for like porn. <laughs> <laughs> so you can only use chocolate JS for building porn sites? Okay. And specifically like vanilla JS, JS, JS baby. <laughs> He's actually playing at the Grizzly <laughs> Rose tonight. Is he really? Yeah, really. He's in town. Oh my god! I like, he built like, houses now. Um, he does. He has that. He has that uh, reality TV show where he's like he's uh, flipping houses in Florida, which is like so cool. I've ever seen it. Mm -mm. It's incredibly entertaining, and he does a fantastic job. Really? Yes. His his uh, his style and sensibilities are actually really good. 
for these houses. It's kind of amazing. And, he, and like, you'll see he'll, like, be looking at different stuff, and he'll be like, not that one and not that one. And I'm like, why Why not those? Like, I want him to talk so more So when the about- record producer said, don't quit your day job, he was like, okay, okay. okay. I won't. <laughs> see, my story about that is I worked at Walmart in, like, 1991, 92, when he first hit it big, and I, I'd never heard of him. Some kid comes in, he's like, do you guys have the vanilla ice record? And I was like, we don't carry ice cream. <laughs> Because back then Walmart didn't carry ice cream. Oh my gosh! Now the kid every looked at me store like, carries what? everything. That is hysterical. Do you have the vanilla ice record? Yeah. We don't have ice cream. And he said record. He may have said tape. Tape. Do you have the vanilla ice tape? Oh my gosh. Okay, so the fundamentals have gone the way of cassette tapes and records and the manual transmission. Yeah, that one's sad. I'm it picturing sad. it as that monolith from 2001 Space Odyssey. <laughs> with everybody just kind of like, and it's going, oh. <laughs> and the monkeys are, oh, wait, wait, wait. That's all the framework monkeys. Wait, wait, wait. And, and then that gets into history of the world, right? Aren't, like in the beginning, they're all like the gorillas, like, humping. Yeah, evolution. Yeah, which gets right back to Chocolate JS. Yeah, somehow. It all comes together. It all comes together. It always does. I don't know why you guys don't trust me. No. <laughs> Inspired by Eddie Murphy, sexual chocolate JS. <laughs> sexual chocolate JS. <laughs> <laughs> that boy's good. That boy's good. Uh, <laughs> mic drop. <laughs> what did he say? That boy's good. You a damn fool. <laughs> all right. Uh, On that note. Well, uh, this is I has believe been... that JS is our future. <laughs> <laughs> Learn it well and let it lead the way. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, I lost it. All right, so this has been useful for absolutely nothing, but we've had a really good time, and Grant said because he drove all the way down here, we should do this topic, and so we've done it now. <laughs> and now we all regret it. And now we're thinking... <laughs> What were we thinking? What were we thinking? <laughs> Learn the language, people. Learn the language. Neapolitan JS, fundamentals. We're good enough, we're smart enough, and gosh, and gosh we like people us. People like us. Like us. <laughs> uh, all right, for Grant, Daryl, and Cynthia from Rica Technologies. And Molly. And uh, Dr. Opperman, who's just fantastic at, like, the worst timing ever. Why is uh, there a sculpture of a monkey taking a shit on your piano? Anyway, uh, cut. <laughs> <laughs> this has been the Rika Show. We'll see you guys later. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Rika Show. Visit us at rikatech.com for more fun with technology. Catch you next time. <laughs>